Praise the Lord, Tree of Life Church, and welcome to our Wednesday night midweek Bible study. Uh, I've enjoyed so much being with you virtually over these last uh, several weeks uh, and months. But a, a week from tonight, we're going to be meeting in person here at Tree of Life Church. Of course, we'll still be uh, producing and presenting our midweek Bible studies uh virtually, but uh, you're more than welcome to come in person a week from tonight at 7 o'clock p.m. We were going to do this uh, a couple of months ago, but we saw a little uptick, decided we'd wait a little while, and so the time has come. We're looking forward to uh, having a good time in the Lord. We do ask you to continue to practice the protocols uh, as we continue our journey uh, through these uh, unique times. But a week from tonight, we're going to be having a great time in uh, sharing the word of the Lord in person, and I'm looking forward to it, uh, having midweek Bible study in person. Amen. And we're also excited about this Saturday, because this Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. here at the Tree of Life parking lot, we're going to be having drive-through prayer uh, for all of our uh, school-age children, uh, all of our students who are going to be going and are going back to school. We're going to be praying for for uh, you and them as you drive through, and uh, we'll have designated drive-through route that you can just come in and drive through, and we're going to have uh, a time of prayer there, and uh, we're looking forward to that. It'll be a great time in the Lord. Look for further information on that uh, as we communicate that to you. Uh, but I welcome you tonight for a time of looking into the Word of the Lord. Uh, we have experienced the goodness of God in a great way over uh, this spring and summer, a spring and summer that we never saw coming, that we didn't uh, realize was on the horizon. We knew that the enemy would attack, that he always tries, but he never succeeds in defeating God's church because God's people are resilient. God's people are strong. The Lord makes us strong through the empowerment of the Holy Ghost. And so the many challenges that have faced the kingdom of God, the nation at large, uh, the world, God has kept us. God has been faithful, and God has given us peace and grace and multiplied it unto us. And here we stand today, recipients of his great peace, his great power, and we're going to continue to do that. Amen. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday as well. Uh, God's been blessing in our services uh, on Sunday. I'm, I'm reading tonight from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 25, and I want to uh, read a, f a few verses of scripture as we talk about the matter of God is faithful. God is faithful. And uh, I, want to, I want to read to you uh, just a, a couple of verses of scripture here. The Bible says in verse 14 of Matthew chapter 25, the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. Likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two, but he that had received one, went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. 
And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Why don't you say that with me? Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Uh, we could read on where that he, he mentions to the two talented servant the exact same admonition and commission. And then when the two talented servant did what the five talented servant did, the Lord said to him, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Sadly, the one talented servant did not do that. He that had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, gathering where thou hast not strawed. I was afraid, went, hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said to him, Thou wicked and slothful servant. Thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers. And then at my coming I should have received mine own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him, give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I want to, I want to talk to you about the fact that God is faithful. And here we see in this parable, this great parable of the scriptures, the parable of the talented servants. We see that not only is God faithful, but he requires faithfulness of us. Why are we faithful? We are faithful because God is faithful. What is faithful? I want to talk to you just a moment about that. What is faithful? Faithful has with it connotation the connotation of devotion for instance we refer to faithfulness in marriage where that a husband and a wife will be faithful and devoted to one another in their vows they say forsaking all others to keep only to one another this is faithfulness in the form of devotion God is faithful in the form of devotion to where he absolutely loves you. And he expects faithfulness from us, that devotion from us to him. God expects that. And he imparts it to us and shows us by his own example how to be faithful. Faithfulness is also seen in the in the uh, connotation uh, not only of devotion, but also in the connotation of consistency. Consistency. We will say of a person who is consistent, we will say they are faithful when they apply themselves continually to the responsibility at hand and to the task that is expected of them. And they do so 
with consistency and with excellence, we will say they are faithful. They are faithful. One of the great faithfulnesses of God, if you please, the Bible says, great is thy faithfulness. It's one of our songs that has been such an encouragement to every believer. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercy I see. One of the great matters of God's faithfulness can be easily seen and experienced when you walk out into the sunlight of day. When you walk out into the sunlight of day, you see that the sun is shining. No matter how dark the night, the sun is going to shine the next day. Hallelujah. You know that to be the case because it has happened every day of your life. Even cloud cover cannot prevent the sun from shining and lightening the world. That is because of the faithfulness of God. God is faithful, and God is consistent, and God is devoted. And he brings to bear upon this earth that he created all of the necessary elements needed for life to thrive. He does it day after day. He does it night after night. Psalm 113, let me read this to you. The scripture says, praise ye the Lord. Praise, O ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun unto the going down of the Lord's, of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. Why? Why from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same? Because of the fact that the faithfulness of God is on full display that you see God is consistent, that you see God is devoted, that you see God is in action. And what he said he would do, he will do it. Did you know that it is impossible for God to lie? If it comes out of God's mouth, it's truth. His word is truth. Jesus said, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. If it comes out of the mouth of God, it is absolute truth. You can take God's word to the bank, so to speak, because his word is faithful. You can stand on his promises. You can trust in the principles laid out in the word of God because God is faithful. You don't have to wonder where he stands. He is faithful and he also will do it. He will be there for you in the time of trouble. He will be there for you when you call upon his name. Even when you don't understand the decisions that he makes or why his will would be a certain thing, you can know that he will hear your cry. He will answer you. He will come to you. He will respond to you because God is faithful. Hallelujah. And that faithfulness from God is passed on to us. Amen. Psalm uh, the scripture says Psalm in, in, in the book of Psalms 136, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, his mercy endureth forever. O give thanks unto the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. O give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. To him who alone doeth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that stretched out the earth above the waters, for his mercy endureth forever. Are you seeing a 
pattern, after each statement of affirmation of God, His mercy endures forever. Why? Because the Lord is faithful. It is consistent. It is consistent to Him that made great lights, for His mercy endureth forever. The sun to rule by day, for His mercy endureth forever. The moon and the stars to rule by night, for His mercy endureth forever. On and on, the Scripture continues to teach us that under every set of circumstances, His mercy endureth forever. This is a testimony concerning the faithfulness of the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. This is the first letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to the Corinthian church. He wrote two epistles. This is the first one, and it's chapter 1, verse number 4. And we're going to read through uh, to verse number 9. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ, that in everything you are enriched by him in all utterance and in all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, so that you come behind in no gift waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we know the Lord is coming because he's faithful. He said he'll do it. He'll do it. And he's coming soon. Who shall also confirm you unto the end. He will confirm you unto the end that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse number nine, God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. God is faithful. He's going to keep you and confirm you unto the end that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Don't put your faith in the things of this world because the things of this world will let you down. The systems of this world will let you down. Put your faith in God. Our nation needs to hear that right now. We're living in a nation that, that, that is, has come to a stark reality that their confidence needs to be in the Lord of glory and not in the wisdom of people. Our confidence is in God. America has to turn their hearts to God. I believe and know that the greatest revival we've ever seen is upon us right now. We have seen persecution come upon the church in our own nation. Churches being fined and cited. Pastors being arrested for preaching, for holding services. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to understand God is our only answer. He is the one who will keep us. He is the one that we can turn to. He is, he is faithful. Hallelujah. And he will confirm you unto the end that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. And because he is faithful, we are faithful. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. I want to read to you from this great book. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. We're going to read one verse of scripture. And that is verse number 3 of 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Amen. As I can pull it up here. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 3. But the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. 
The Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. What an encouragement, what a comfort, knowing that it is the Lord who will establish us. It is the Lord who will keep us from evil. Hallelujah. The five talented servant invested his talents that the master gave him by putting his money to the exchangers. The exchangers took his money and multiplied it to where when the master returned, there were five more talents. To that end, the master said to this five-talented servant, well done, you are a good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. The same was said to the two talented servants who took his two talents, brought the two talented talents to the exchangers, and the exchangers multiplied them. And there were four talents when the master returned. He said, well done, thou good and faithful servant, because you have put your talents into the hand of the exchangers. To the one talented servant who said, I was afraid of you, and I went and hid my talent in the earth, and I did not give this talent to the exchangers. He said, you should have given it to the exchangers and let it multiply. The way that the five-talented servant put his money to the exchangers, and when the master returned, he gave him five more talents. Two-talented servant to the exchangers went the money. When the master returned, he gave him two more talents. But the one-talented servant put his talent in the earth, and he was kind of nonchalant about it. He said, you know what? You gave me this talent, but I really didn't think that my one talent could amount to much, so I hid it in the earth, and if you want it, you can go get it. For there it is. That talent you gave me is there in the earth. Too many people have invested what the Lord gave them into the earth instead of into the kingdom of God. Too many people have invested themselves, their heart, their mind, their body, their soul, their talent, if you please, into the systems of this world, not putting God first, not loving him with all of their heart. And the Lord responded and said, you are a wicked and slothful servant and he said, cast ye this unprofitable servant into outer darkness. An unprofitable servant. God forbid that we would become unprofitable in the things God has given us. God forbid that we would be slothful or wicked with the talents the Lord has given us. When we put our talent in the earth thinking that it's unneeded, thinking that it's insignificant, feeling like there's no reason for us to take what the Lord has given us and do anything with it. He put it not to the exchangers. Let's talk about those exchangers because I'm going to tell you something. In the economy of God, there is an exchange at work. There's an exchange that you can't altogether see. And we don't know much about the exchangers in Matthew 25 in this parable. They're just, they briefly emerge onto the scene, the exchangers. But I want you to know in God's economy, there is an exchange, and it's not the New York Stock Exchange. Hallelujah. It's the exchanging in God's economy. And when you put what God gave you into the economy of God, it has this ability to multiply 
beyond what you and I could ever imagine. And that's what happened to these talented servants. The one talented servant, not so. He didn't give his money to the exchangers. He didn't trust his talent to the economy of the master. Instead, he put it in the earth. You will be sorely and severely disappointed in life if you invest what God has given you into the things of this world, into the matters of this world. There are many people who have made a lot of money. There are many people who have gained great success, many people who have gained great fame. And sometimes it might be tempting to look over and say that you are envious at the amount of money they have accrued, maybe envious of the kind of lifestyle they live. But the Bible said, be not thou envious of the wicked. Put your confidence in the Lord. It is he who is faithful. It is the Lord who will establish you. It is the Lord who will keep you from evil. It is the Lord who will preserve you blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I, I want to read to you in 1 Corinthians chapter 4. What a, a great verse of Scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse number 2 says this. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Verse number one, we'll read it as well. Let a man so account of us, this is Paul talking, as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. He tells the church at Corinth, we are stewards of the mysteries of God. Now let me say this to the church. That's what we are. We are stewards of the mysteries of God. The world does not understand all that there is to understand about God. We are the stewards of the mysteries of God. It is on us to, to declare God, to teach the word of God, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are the ones who are to steward the reality that, that one can repent from their sins, be baptized in Jesus' name, and be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. It is, it is upon us to teach people the power of prayer, to teach people the power of apostolic doctrine, fellowship with the believers. It is upon us. We are the stewards of the mysteries of God. When I talk to you about putting your talent and your time and your treasure into the economy of God and that somehow there is a miracle that occurs in the exchange, the spiritual exchange of things. I am talking about a mystery that does not make sense to our carnal mind and to our fleshly way of thinking. So we are stewards of the mysteries of God. And it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. You cannot be a steward of the mystery of God if you are not faithful. Faithfulness is underrated. Faithfulness is underestimated. Faithfulness is so important. Making sure that you are doing what you can do for the kingdom of Almighty God. And I want to tell you, never have I appreciated the faithfulness of God and the faithfulness of his people like I have in 2020. What a year. 
this has been. But the enemy could not detract from the faithfulness of God or from the faithfulness of his people. Hallelujah. God is faithful. And he put in his people the kind of faithfulness he has demonstrated to them. Let me tell you where we need to be faithful. We have to be faithful in prayer. Faithful in prayer. I know that this year has been different. That, that, that not everybody's been able to come to church like they normally do and like they like to do. It is imperative that you pray, that you remain faithful in prayer. Something happens when you pray. There is, there is an exchange that occurs. You drop off your spirit of heaviness during prayer, and God gives you the garment of praise in exchange. You drop off your mourning, and the Lord gives you, hallelujah, gladness. Thank the Lord. The oil of gladness. Faithful in prayer. Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your troubles. Be open with him. Be honest with him. Tell him what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what your needs are. Make your petition known to him. Bring supplications before him. Come boldly before the throne of grace. Hallelujah. In prayer, make sure that you are faithful in prayer. Just as faithful as the sun rises every morning and goes down at night. Make sure that you are talking to God. I don't like to enter any day without first saying, thank you, Jesus. It's a practice that the Lord has helped me to have through these years that before I look at anything, before I say anything, before I do anything, I say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for keeping your hand upon us. Thank you, Lord, for watching over us. Thank you for another day. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Be faithful in prayer. Be faithful in attending the house of God. And again, I know this year has been different. And not, not everybody's been able to attend the house of God. And so be faithful to attend what you're doing right now. Be faithful to attend online services. I'm so glad to be able to get back to in-person midweek uh, Bible study uh, a week from tonight. Looking forward to that with great anticipation. Have been wanting to do this for some time, and we feel like September is the time to begin doing our in-person midweek again. And I, wanna, I want to also remind you, not that I need to remind you, but let's keep it ever before us. Ready now is in full swing. Let's, let's really be focused. I can't wait to build that new building. Hallelujah. We can have everybody in there worshiping God. Looking forward to that. Thank the Lord. This is important. Faithful in attending the house of God or attending to the word of God. Faithful. Making sure that we are building up one another in the house of God when it is possible, faithful in attending to the word of God. The Bible taught us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. That's, that's really a powerful statement. And so much the more. And so much the more. Now again, I'm not talking about those who are being safe and practicing safety by waiting to come back. I, there's, I'm not... I want you to understand what I'm saying here. 
When you're able, when it's a good opportunity for you to come to the house of God, it is necessary that we do not forsake the assembling of ourselves together and so much the more as you see the day approaching. There's something that happens when we all come together. There's something that happens when we forsake not the assembling of ourselves together. There's so much the more of God's goodness and joy. So be faithful in attending the house of God. Be faithful in encouraging others. Who have you encouraged lately? Who have you reached out to to say I'm praying for you? Have you prayed for them? Who have you reached out to to say, I care about you, I'm concerned about you? You see a need come through. Follow up on it. Pray for that person. Let the Lord speak to you about them. Be faithful in encouraging the saints. Be faithful in evangelism. Who is it that you've witnessed to lately? Reach out to them and teach them the word of God. Witness to them. Welcome them to church. Tell them about Jesus. Be faithful in evangelism. The church is an evangelistic entity. We live and are ordained for the purpose of evangelism. We are here to preach the gospel to every creature. And if you come in contact with somebody, don't feel like it's on accident. It is not by accident that they crossed your path. If you have the Holy Ghost, if you're anointed of God, hallelujah, and you are, you are to evangelize this world where God has placed you. Amen. Jesus, so many of his miracles occurred while he was on his way to do something else. So many of the miracles that, that make it into the gospel accounts occurred almost as a, as a secondary thought as to what Jesus was actually going to be doing that day. It was a woman touching the hem of his garment while he's on his way to Jairus' house. And even Jairus kind of showed up out of nowhere. It was blind men sitting on the side of the road while Jesus was passing by saying, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. So many of his miracles occurred while he was going about the daily routine of his life. And that is the way evangelism works. Evangelism can happen in a moment when you maybe least expect it. Always be ready. The Bible says that the servant of the Lord must not strive but be gentle, apt to teach apt to teach hallelujah you have to have an aptitude for sharing the gospel of jesus christ so so be faithful in evangelism be faithful in your witness be faithful in carrying a good report of the brethren always have a good report in your mouth be ready to speak well of the church to speak well of your brothers and sisters in the lord don't let bitterness come out of your mouth. The Bible says that a fountain cannot produce both bitter water and sweet water. you got to choose. You can be bitter or you can be sweet. Hallelujah. Let the Holy Ghost make you sweet. When the fruit of the Spirit abound in you, you'll be sweet. Your words will be sweet. Hallelujah. Always be faithful to have a good word concerning the brethren. Don't complain about the people of God. Don't have a negative report about your brother or your sister in Christ. Don't have a negative report about the church. This is God's church. This is his bride. I've seen too many people suffer judgment because they spoke ill of the bride of Christ. 
Don't be that person. Have a good report of your brethren, of your sisters, of the kingdom of God. Have a good report in your mouth. Be faithful to declare a good report. Be faithful in giving. Amen. Giving of tithes. Giving of offerings. Giving of sacrificial offering. We've talked a lot about this during our Ready Now campaign. And I thank God for Tree of Life Church. Because Tree of Life has people who are faithful in their giving of tithes and offerings and sacrificial offerings in order to do what we're about to do, which is build this beautiful sanctuary for the glory of the Lord. When you're faithful in giving, you'll be faithful, you'll receive from a faithful God. God will bless your family. God will bless you. He will bless your finances. This church is filled with blessed people because they have poured themselves out into the economy of God and the Lord has multiplied what he gave them to begin with because they trusted him and his word and the principles of his word. Be faithful in service to the Lord. Be faithful in serving his people. Be faithful in serving in any capacity that is needed. The church always has needs to, to accomplish the work of the Lord that we're called to accomplish. And it is serviced by the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Wherever you are within the body, put yourself out there and say, what is needed? Because I want to be there to accomplish that that is needed. There is so much joy in that. There's a reward in that. Hallelujah. And, and you don't have to trumpet your own willingness. The Bible says that if you do it in secret, the Father that sees in secret, he shall reward you openly. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, you can't go wrong serving the Lord or serving his people. These great individuals of the scriptures that we read about and preach about and learn about, they were servants. They were servants of the Lord. They were the, the ones who laid aside every weight to serve the Lord, to run this race. They were the ones who said, whatever is needed, I'm there. There's nothing too much that my God could ask of me that I won't be willing to do because I want to be a servant of the Lord. It is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Hallelujah. It is faithful people who build up the church of the living God. Faithful people who are pliable in God's hands. Who say, Lord, whatever you have need of, I, you are the potter and I am the clay. Make me and mold me. The old song said, have thine own way, Lord. Hallelujah. It is this faithfulness that makes for a strong church in this world. And this world needs a strong church. A church that is faithful in prayer. Faithful in attendance whenever possible. Faithful in giving. Faithful in evangelism. Faithful to encourage others. Faithful to carry a good report of the brethren. And faithful in service of the Lord's work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you truly understand the faithfulness of God and experience the faithfulness of God and see it for what it is. You know, in the book of Psalms, the Bible talks a lot about the sun and the moon and the stars, talks a lot about the, 
the waves of the sea. It talks about the isles. It talks about the trees. This is the psalmist's observation of God's faithfulness. This is him looking around his world and saying, none of this would be here if it wasn't for a faithful God who looked out for us and made a way for us to live and thrive on this earth. We know that the psalmist thought a lot about that because he said it. He said, when I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him? He was in awe of the faithfulness of the Lord. And when you become in awe of God's faithfulness, it will generate a faithfulness within you that will bless everybody that comes in contact with you. Hallelujah. God is faithful, and he makes us faithful. And there's nothing, nothing in this world greater than being able to hear those precious words from the Lord our God, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Hallelujah. Could you pray with me right now? Lord, I thank you. I thank you for every person that's tuning in today. I pray, Lord, that you will help us in Jesus' name to be faithful unto you. And help us, I pray, to understand your faithfulness to us. I pray, God, that we would be in awe of it again. And that we will be faithful to carry out everything you ask us to do evangelizing the lost, reaching for those who are broken. Lord, I pray you'll help us to be faithful in giving, faithful in service, faithful in prayer and praise and worship, faithfulness to your house, faithfulness to serve you and to, to love you. Lord, I pray that it will be imparted to us in greater measure. Never have we in times before felt what we feel this year, Lord. Lord, draw us closer to you, I pray. And help us in Jesus' name to be all that you have anointed us and called us to be. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray these things. And the church said amen and amen. I'm excited. I'm excited about what's coming. We've come through a long stretch of just things being different. Oh, but ladies and gentlemen, the very best we've ever seen is yet to come. And we're going to come into this closure of summer and into into fall we're going to come in with with our praise with our worship with our faith increased god's got greater things than we've ever seen in store for us i'm excited about it let's be faithful 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 to our god who has been faithful to us god bless you we'll see you sunday or saturday at the drive through prayer one to three or a week from tonight at 7 o'clock right here at Tree of Life. God bless you in the name of the Lord. Thank you for tuning in.